Hey there, and welcome to Bustin' Out of Breast Cancer, the show that has us straight talking about surviving and thriving breast cancer with health and fitness using the SMILE method. I'm Shannon Bros, your host for the show. I'm also a breast cancer survivor and fitness professional specializing in cancer exercise. The purpose of this show is really just to share my journey to be able to help other breast cancer patients and survivors take back control of their lives to become the best version of themselves by educating, empowering, and inspiring you throughout your cancer journey and beyond. Welcome back, friends, to episode 104 is a special release. It is actually Christmas. So Merry Christmas to all of you that celebrate. And if you celebrate Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah or Happy Kwanzaa. You know what else it is. It's Fun Pan Friday. And I am rocking my Santa Fun Pants. And hopefully you're rocking some Fun Pants today, too. Or at least some Christmas jammies sitting around in the fireplace or your Christmas tree enjoying family and friends. Well, today's Christmas episode actually ends up being extra special because this goes down my journey of finding my new plastic surgeon. It also happens to fall, like I said, on Christmas, which finding this plastic surgeon was the best gift ever. And who knew that that gift was going to continue to keep on giving and giving. Before we hop on that train to go down that journey, I wanted to apologize, maybe not apologize, but just share with you something I recognized as I was editing my podcasts. I realized One, I know I talk fast, so I apologize. You're not going to, this is not going to be the podcast for you where you need to put me on 1.5 or 2.0 to get through this. (laughs) Also, I recognize that I say and and so a lot. So I would like to apologize for that. (laughs) I don't know. It's just like one of those filler words. So if you find that annoying, I'm sorry. If you can deal with it, great. I try to edit it as much as I can. But at the end of the day, I just wanted to be really raw and get my message out there to help other people through their journey. So that's what I'm doing. I'm doing a perfectly imperfect and that's how I roll. In addition to that, I wanted to share with you something else I did perfectly imperfect or imperfectly perfect, whichever way you want to look at it. My goal this year, and hopefully you've set some goals that you've achieved this year as well. Number one, my goal was to get a podcast out by the end of this year. Done. Here I am. Look at me go. And this is by the 2020. You're going to probably hear this in 2021, but My other goal was to make sure that I created an online digital course for other breast cancer patients and survivors to help them through their journey, through health, wellness, fitness, exercise, and it's based on four pillars. I created that, and I'm really excited about it. It's going to be about four weeks long, and it's going to run $197, but Merry Christmas to you. I am creating a coupon code just for you, my awesome listeners. The coupon code is BUSTIN OUT, B U S T I N O U T. And that code is going to get you that program for free. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Holidays. That is for you. And I hope that you can go through that program, enjoy it, and know that there's a lot of love and thought put into that. And I welcome any feedback that you have. If you think that I need to make additions, you know, corrections, anything to it, I am happy to do so. But I just wanted to share that gift with you because it was really important that I get that out for everybody else. All right, let's bring it back to my plastic surgeon that cut off my nipple, which now left me on the journey to find a new plastic surgeon because I was not going to continue my journey with him. I left the plastic surgeon's office. You've noticed I do not name any names if I'm not happy with them, but I'm happy to promote anybody that I absolutely respect and adore. So I left my plastic surgeon's office with my restrictions of no lifting, no pushing or pulling, but I could walk in my breast cancer walk that was going to be coming up on that Saturday. So as long as I felt up to it, I could do it. 
If you didn't catch the episode that I talked about, the coincidence of being involved with making strides against breast cancer now, it was a coincidence and it was pretty amazing. And this was going to be the first walk that I was going to be able to do. Ended up being top fundraiser. So that was really exciting. Walked this walk with one drang hanging off of me, surrounded by a bunch of friends, family, and supporters. It was the most amazing day ever. Yes, I did take a long time, longer than the average person, but I completed it. I did it. And I did it with a drain and I did it with tears as I crossed that finish line. It was a really emotional and overwhelming day, but the biggest surprise of the day was, remember how I said everything happens for a reason? People come into your lives at certain times for certain reasons. Well, this was one of those days. One of my very good friends, Andy from high school, lives over on the West Coast of Florida. I'm on the East Coast. And he promised me that he would be here for the walk. So he wasn't able to make it the night before, but he did take the plunge, hop on a plane that morning, flew from Tampa to West Palm, literally sprinted to meet me halfway through the walk to cross the finish line with me in my tutu. That was so amazing and so memorable, and I will never forget that. So Andy, if you're listening, thank you so much. I appreciate and love you. Anyway, although I was feeling really proud and exhausted from that, inside I was completely feeling defeated, like total body shame. So those of you that have gone through this journey of a double mastectomy, single mastectomy, lumpectomy, whatever that is, you know what I'm feeling like. You know that feeling of just feeling total body shame. You're emotionally, physically, mentally exhausted, maxed out. It's, it's, a, it's a lot. I mean, your boobs are chopped off. So now my body parts are gone. Now, on top of that, I've had necrosis of my nipple. So that is gone as well. And I'm just feeling violated. My chest is hard. It's like concrete. It's bruised. It's numb. It was really hard to get a full breath. Did I mention the memory loss? I was beginning to think I was crazy at this point. Now that I've gone through two, two surgeries, I remember asking the nurse as I was coming out, is this normal to like, I'm forgetting everything. And she mentioned to me, yes, you know, obviously going through anesthesia several times is going to cause a little bit of memory loss, which it did. So I had that kind of going for me, but against me at the same time because I was frustrated and feeling like I was crazy. All right. So in order to move forward, I needed to find a new plastic surgeon. So here we go. I now have three new referrals to find a plastic surgeon. (laughs) We know how I feel about referrals, right? If you remember the episode where I talked about how I was all excited at the beginning of this journey, I was given my referrals for the doctors and I feel like that didn't end up so well. But nonetheless, it is my journey and everything happens for a reason, right? My three referrals were one of them was a doctor inside of the same practice and two of them were outside of the practice. I remember my husband and I discussing the pros and cons of going with a doctor in the same practice versus outside of the practice. And one, one of the pros was if we went with a doctor inside of the practice, then at least the doctors could communicate with one another. They would already have my records, know my story. Yes, I know they can all be transferred, but at least they would be able to talk to one another. The cons my husband brought up was what if I run into the doctor that I fired? I didn't care because I'm not the one that did a bad job. He did. So there was that appointment and there was two outside in private practices. So I went to the one doctor and this was actually on November 9th, 2017. Now, if you remember, I fired my plastic surgeon prior to that on October 19th. So we're talking about three weeks here-ish totally willing to take on my case. He was a private practice. He was really nice, very detailed, explained everything to me, showed me what the expanders looked like, what the implants were going to look like. 
He did tell me though, because I've waited so long that it really is time for me to get a fill in my expanders to do my little Chia Pet fill. And in addition to that, I was not supposed to be doing any upper body exercises, which is interesting because, you know, the previous doctor told me I was okay to do biceps and triceps, that forward, that forward and backward movement. Well, now this doctor's telling me I can't do any upper body exercises. So now I'm thinking, not only did you screw up my body, you've been giving me misguided information and I'm working out trying to get better and get myself through this journey. Oh, so frustrating. I had told myself that I needed to make sure that I interviewed all three of these doctors because I deserve that. Last time I went based on referrals and I just went with whoever I was told to go to because I didn't know any different. This time I said, you know what? I am taking control of my body and this journey and I'm going to see all of them. Well, that bit me in the nose because I went to my second appointment, which is now November 14th. And this was my Christmas present that came early. November 14th, 2017 was my appointment with Dr. William Vineyard from the Vineyard Institute of Plastic Surgery. And yes, I did just give him a plug because I totally love him and his staff and his work. And I want the entire world to know how amazing they are. I went to my appointment on the 14th and my husband came with me. He was extremely thorough with both of us. He looked both of us in the eye. He explained everything detail by detail on every photo I showed him. I showed him all the pictures of my breast being purple, black, and blue. And he explained everything to us in such detail that I could understand. It wasn't just a, you know, doctor terminology talking to me. And just like the other doctor said, he was very concerned with the fact that I hadn't had a fill. And this has been about four weeks since my reconstruct my, you know, my second surgery. And at this point, my muscles are contracting and the expanders are folding, which is why I had this pointy, edgy feeling um, inside of my breasts. And he told us step by step exactly what he was going to be doing. He was going to give me a fill. He was going to put lidocaine on it. Again, like extremely detailed, explained to me that, I, you know, I didn't have really good blood flow in my breasts, which is why this happened. And ended up injecting me with, I don't know, I think it was like 50 cc's, leaving me with 250 cc's in my left and 190 cc's in my right breast. It was interesting to watch the fills and really like see this process. It was such an ex incredibly different experience and one that I feel like I wish I had had from the very beginning. But again, I wouldn't have had the, the experience and the journey that I've had in order to share that with you. Well, clearly, as you can tell, I didn't even fulfill my own promise of being able to interview all three doctors, but I went with what I felt was right. I felt at this point I needed to move forward. I needed to get my fills done and work my way onto recovery of getting this exchange done. Dr. Vineyard totally explained everything in detail, how the procedure was gonna go, how surgeries were gonna go, all my expectations per week, like based on fills, what was gonna happen, how I, um, how I was gonna see everything, I was gonna become tighter on each side, and that I have a lot of scar tissue, so I had to keep that in mind as well. We also talked about what I could and could not do. Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. If you are multitasking, reel it in. I need you back here, right here, right now. I asked him what I could do. And by him, I mean Dr. Vineyard. In regards to, you know, chores, exercise, and whatnot. Because at this point, I'm back to work. If I didn't share that with you, I'm back to work. I only took a month off from work. But as you know, as a trainer, I needed to work with my clients and myself. So I needed to know what I could and could not do in regards to exercise and house cleaning. Do you know what he said? Nothing. Ha! He said nothing. I made sure my husband heard that because I know that he would want me mopping the floor or vacuuming or cleaning the counters. And realistically, I would too. But I was told nothing, absolutely nothing, no upper body. 
I even asked about just doing five pound weights and he said, not any weight at all. It's about the range of motion. Got it? It's about the range of motion. That's gonna come into play a little bit later when I share with you some more exciting stuff that happened along this journey. So no vacuuming, no mopping the floor, no scrubbing the counters, and no weights. Oh, good Lord. So here I am doing nothing. Frustrated as all get out, right? But I now know that I have the best doctor to get me my best results in this breast cancer journey. So I canceled my third appointment. Oh, well, I don't know what would have happened, but I do know I'm happy with my results now. And that's really all that matters. Remember on the episode I shared with you about preparing for surgery and how I had to get marked up like a, like a baseball, like I felt like there was just markers, you know, so they knew where to go for surgery. I leave there on cloud nine. I now have my fill. I have my new doctor. I'm super excited. And now I'm in the hallway waiting for this elevator that I swear to God seemed like forever. And out walks a woman, blonde hair and markers. She has no idea that she has markers on her chest. And I said to her, are you having a double mastectomy tomorrow? And she said, no, it's actually Thursday. And I said, oh, I'm six and a half weeks post-op. You'll be okay. We got to chatting. And this, my friends, begins the journey of the breasties. Right there at that moment, I knew that that was the beginning of me being able to serve my purpose and help others through their journey as well. I gave her some tips and tricks on recovery and what to expect going into surgery and kind of all the feelings that went along with it. She too had the same diagnosis and we both had Dr. Vineyard for our doctor. So now starts the connections between all of his mermaids. That's what he calls us. And I like to call us breasties. And it was pretty, it was pretty exciting. It was pretty real. I had no idea what this journey was going to take me on. Like I didn't know who I was going to meet, what was going to happen, but it's been pretty spectacular. So Lisa, if you are listening, girlfriend, high five, we've rocked it. We've made it three years together. I'm so happy to have met you in that hallway so I continue my appointments with Dr. Vineyard, getting my fills, trying to get out the folded parts of the expander so they would be around or shape rather than pointy because we didn't want them pointing at my skin since it's so thin. So every appointment, I was very persistent as to what I could and could not do because, again, I needed to exercise. I wanted to work out. I wanted to get my body moving. And he explained to me that it's basically the repetitive movements that I need to be aware of and not do because my lymphatic system doesn't work properly so if the fluid builds up, it was going to try to get out somehow, and that was going to be through the incision. So no mopping, no vacuuming, no cleaning, no working out. Although I was frustrated that I couldn't do the things I wanted to do, whether not that I really wanted to clean, but when it came to exercising, um, I really did appreciate and respect the fact that he was aware of what I could and could not do. And side note, which I think is really cool, his wife actually went to school for exercise science. So I knew I was in the right hands when I could talk to somebody about the right exercises and muscle movements and things like that when it came to, you know, what I could and could not do. So remember, this podcast is about my journey and the importance of health and wellness and fitness when it comes to your cancer journey or any health illness, to be honest with you. Like, it really comes down to your health and how you can take care of your body. All right, so I figured if I couldn't lift weights, then maybe I could at least run or walk fast or jog or something like that because I did have the turkey trot coming up. I like to, on Thanksgiving, I like to do the turkey trot, watch the sunrise, go to the beach, give my gratitudes. And I wanted to be able to do the turkey trot, and I didn't know if I was going to have to walk or run. I knew I was taking a chance by asking him to run, but I did anyway, and he said, absolutely not. There will be no running. There will be no movement. So I just kind of had to walk, and I, and I did the fast walk. But you know what else happened on that Thanksgiving turkey trot? I crossed the finish line with Brooke Shields. Yep, that happened. 
I live right here in Palm Beach. She was down here visiting her family. And I crossed the finish line with Brooke Shields. Pretty cool, huh? So I continued my appointments, getting my fills, asking a bunch of questions. I'm sure I was annoying, but at the end of the day, I wanted to know everything I possibly could because how was I going to help myself and others along the way? He was kind enough to let me know that all of my pain that I was having, I don't know if I mentioned to you, but I had been having a lot of pain, sharp pains under my armpit and in my chest. And he basically told me that I was overdoing it. Well, I was trying to be optimistic thinking that that was maybe just like my nerves starting to get feeling again, but nope, I was overdoing it. So then I thought by overdoing it, what exactly does he mean? I wasn't lifting weights. I wasn't, I was following the instructions, but I did recall, or I thought about anyway, that in my job, I use a microphone and I yell. I'm constantly yelling and motivating my clients in group training. And I asked if me yelling into the mic was doing any harm. And he said, actually, by yelling into the mic, it's not helping me because the muscles of my chest and the lungs are being used. I finally got all of my fills done. We got my breasts to start getting a little bit rounder again and not so pointy on either side. Finally, we're getting rounded breasts again. We are now into December. So I think it's like December 12th at this point. And my fills are getting done. My bruising is looking better, but my skin is still a little bit tight on one side. So he was going to make sure that we just gave it some time to stretch out. And that he also informed me, ladies, you ready for this one? That I should be wearing an underwire bra at all times because gravity does not stop. And I'll never forget this. He always says gravity does not stop, Shannon, even when you lay down and sleep. The expanders are only being held with stitches, remember, so I need to wear it even when I'm sleeping. Ugh. Which, again, which is kind of ironic because my previous doctor said I absolutely do not even need to wear a bra anymore. How crazy is that? So now the struggle is real because finding clothes is extremely difficult, and now I'm super uncomfortable, and these things are like lead balls on my chest. Anyway, I was hoping I hadn't done any damage, but right now, it's time to pivot, make the change, and get bra shopping. All right, I'm about 12 weeks post-op for my second surgery. It is now January 2nd, 2018, and I get the best news. He tells me that I can start to work out again, just no chest exercises, and make sure that I'm constantly wearing my underwire bra, including an underwire sports bra. Ladies, I get the Victoria's Secret zip and clip. That's what I call it. It's like you clip it and then you zip it up. So if you're looking for a really good sports bra after your surgery, I highly, highly, highly recommend that. He told me I could come back in about a month. I should be ready to do my exchange and get these ridiculous expanders out of my body. Remember I told you how detailed he was in explaining things to me? This is how he explained it to me with the swelling in my body. I love analogies, especially when it comes to health, wellness, and fitness, because realistically you use them a lot in order to help people reach their goals, right? So he says to me, the swelling is like workers building a project. The body is the project and the workers are bringing all of the nutrients and help needed to heal the body. And when the body is healed, the worker's job is done. So how do you like that little tidbit of information? I thought it was pretty cool. I wanted to share it with you. All right, so yay, I can start exercising again and we're gonna get ready to transform this body. I had put it out there that I wanted to have my transfer done before my next birthday. I figured I turned 45, got diagnosed with cancer, went through my surgeries, had a couple mishaps, found an amazing doctor to fix things and make my journey that much better. And I wanted to go into my next birthday feeling like I was gonna crush life. So February 13th, 2018, I got clearance for my final surgery. We were scheduled for February 28th and my birthday is March 3rd. How's that for a great birthday present? 
I knew it was going to take me a good solid year to fully recover, especially when it came to any exercise and activities, but I was ready to crush it this next year. I really just wanted to take control of my life and my body and get back at it. On our next episode, we're going to talk about surgery day of getting my exchange and the most shocking, amazing talent that a plastic surgeon can have. You are not going to believe this. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and just give you a little teaser. You should look up on Instagram at country singing surgeon. Yep, you heard it. Sings country music in the OR. That's a little teaser for you. I know I've talked about, you know, my feelings of being frustrated emotionally, physically, but there are real challenges, real struggles that come along with this this journey, whether it's a cancer journey or any other health crisis for that matter. And I just wanted to get kind of real and raw about those emotions, those physical, emotional, and mental emotions, and how one individual really made such a huge difference in my life. Not only my doctors, obviously Dr. Vineyard was amazing, but this other woman played such an amazing role in transforming the confidence and making you feel beautiful and sexy and just really owning your body and forgetting about the fact that you've gone through cancer. I cannot wait to share that story with you. Wishing you all once again a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. I will be coming at you next episode, next Friday, which is the beginning of 2021. Thank goodness. I will see you January 1st, 2021 for a Happy New Year. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode has somehow changed your life with a smile and has empowered you or inspired you to become a better version of yourself. If you like this podcast, go ahead and share, subscribe, and let me know your thoughts with leaving a review. And also go ahead to shannonbros.com and sign up for our newsletters. I'd love to keep in touch with you. Until next time, live well, laugh often, and love much.